feel like the last two weeks, Nicole, we've been on a little bit of a friendship break. Well, this is news to me. Oh, did, did I forget to tell you? Well, hey, say your piece. Don't I deserve a little bit of grace here? Ah, there it is. This is episode <laughs> eight of Disengaging. Our show recapping our spicy takes on season three of The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. I'm Nicole Nixon coming to you this week from my in-law's basement in snowy Idaho Falls. And I'm Julia Ritchie coming to you this week uh, from Hendersonville, North Carolina, a.k.a. Western North Cackalack. Hell yeah. Okay. Uh, We have been a bit behind. Um, You know, I feel like I get this way at least once a season, now that we're in season three, where I kind of like my interest wanes. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'll pick it back up when things are starting to build to a head. Because, you know, they kill time, as we mentioned in the last episode, three days on day one, dumping wine on each other's head. And it's like, okay, now get to the good stuff. Well, (laughs) we said this like three or four weeks ago that they've been in San Diego for like a month now. (laughs) It's like a three, this day three of this trip, but it's been like four episodes in San Diego. So... No kidding. It's been hard to keep up on, but it's also been the holidays. Let's just give oh, a, yeah. gives, let's give ourselves a little <laughs> bit of grace because this is the drinking game that we came up with while watching this last episode. Is that is this the Utah word for sure? I think it's definitely. I mean, it's a Christian it feels, thing. Like a, it feels like a very Christian. Thing, yeah, but yeah. I definitely hear it in Utah a lot. And Heather's the one who's been saying it most of the time. So. Yeah. Okay, so speaking of drawing things out and taking forever to get to the point. <laughs> uh, we have to start the, on Heather's eye because Heather we do. doesn't want to talk about it, but does want to talk about it, but doesn't want to talk about it, but does want to talk about it. Um, but there have been some really great fan theories that have come out online about what happened to Heather's eye. Because um, it, it looks like she got clocked. You know, it really does yeah. look like someone punched her in the face. Um, even though I've seen fan theories about allergies and Botox gone wrong, um, mm-hmm. I've seen some of those, but I'm still banking on a bruise that was the result of something clashing with her eye. I have two theories that I want to share. My original theory, we were texting, and I, my theory <laughs> was they went to the club and they got all wasted, and then there's footage of Heather and Jen like flashing the camera and being really raunchy and at one point humping on the bed. So my theory was they were both really horny at 4 a.m. And they just took a tumble and Jen's elbow or something hit Heather's eye. I think a stray elbow. So (laughs) that was my original theory. But then I spent today on Reddit going down theory rabbit holes. And someone pulled up screenshots of night one in yes, San Diego. That Reddit you, thread? Yeah. yeah. And you can see a little purple on Heather's eye. Night one. So that's I did notice there. that. That like I, I didn't know if it was eyeshadow or not. Yeah. And I even mentioned that she was wearing her sunglasses that night yes, on our did. last episode. Okay. Can you pull that clip <laughs> with like a little like sunglasses record, record scratch to like show that we were on it like at least three weeks ago yeah, that you totally. noticed that she was a little bit like the sunglasses evasive. in the dead of night was strange 
Yeah. But anyways, you can see, like, some slight purple under her eye that first night. And then, so the theory continues that at beach day, the next day, they were playing that bubble soccer. Which which looks, like, honestly, talking, (laughs) again, of adult things that are not fun, that looks not fun to me. I would do bubble soccer, but I would not do the sandcastle contest oh, or the I would, gunny sack. I would do the sandcastle contest, but not... I would do the sandcastle contest, but you need more than five minutes. Yeah, that was my beef with that's that. That's true. Okay, so in bubble soccer, Dana and Heather Clash. crashed really mm-hmm. hard, and Heather was wearing sunglasses, and they got pushed into her eye more, so that's what made the bruising a lot worse. I know. That Reddit theory, to me, made the most sense, yeah. because once you look at the night one footage, you can kind of see, like, there's a mm-hmm. bruise forming, or could be a bruise forming... Um, and the person went on to say that like that kind of bruise is like a deep tissue bruise. Um, and anyone who knows anything about injectables or fillers knows that bruising is a side effect of that. How do I know? Don't ask me. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But no, you can, you can get bruising from these, these, these treatments that Heather provides at beauty lab. Yeah. So it's not a surprise. But it's like now it's like they've built it into a storyline. Right. So. So which makes it seem really controversial when it comes out that it's nothing. That seems like a real gamble, doesn't it? Do they care? And I'm really annoyed because there's no way that Bravo doesn't know what happened. Right. Like they have cameras posted up in all these ladies rooms. Like there's a camera. Well, you saw like. Even the next day when they're, like, going on the go-karts and then they show that the the women were in the room until 4 a.m. Uh-huh. And we didn't know that. We ma- It made it seem that they all left and then yeah. someone came back. Yeah. But now it seems like, no, they all came back and they all left at the mm-hmm. same time. And then magically she had this crazy bruise. Yeah. So the only way that Bravo could be surprised by this is if it just did magically develop in those, like, seven hours because... The bruise was already present. It just wasn't showing up and it hadn't. Oh, the other really interesting part about the um, Reddit theory was that the ice pack that Jen hands her is a beauty lab ice pack that's meant for like, it's a a lip shaped ice pack. So it's like a very like specific type of, it's not just like a pack of peas like you or I would have. Yeah. (laughs) Bruise. Well. it was like a ice pack that is meant for it's like something you get po- after yeah. you they send mm-hmm. you home with it after you get your like Cor- cheek or correct yeah okay that's a really good catch yeah i thought so too um but then i also see the side of of like twitter and fan theories where jen was acting very quiet and her reaction when she first comes in is not one of shock like meredith's it's like, oh, it got worse. More. Yeah. And Her then reaction was more there. like, ooh, that looks even worse than it did last night. Whereas right. Meredith's reaction was like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so there is the other theory that Jen punched her and Heather's keeping silent because she wants to protect Jen because her sentencing She's- is – looming yeah she doesn't want her to get in trouble she doesn't want her to you know she's on probation or pre-trial release so jen if if she's on camera assaulting somebody that would be very bad for her with her sentencing why would she punch heather though they were like roughhousing they were roughhousing Honestly, though, a, as, a, as last... I said, in a very bisexual way, <laughs> those two, not only yeah. is their friendship ride or die, but it's very, uh, I, yeah, 
I disagree it's, with you, though. I don't think they're friends. I think Heather is – if Jen did punch Heather, Heather mm-hmm. is being ride or die for Jen. But we've seen Jen, especially when she's drunk, like turn on a dime and get violent and throw glasses and lunch for people mm-hmm. at her parties before. So I don't necessarily think it's out of the realm of possibility that she – smacked Heather or something like that if she yeah well this is like part of maybe this episode is Jen does have quite the meltdown Uh, you know she's had a meltdown all season but it's like with as the sentencing gets closer you can just see her unraveling Mm -hmm. and her um, reactions becoming more like toxic more explosive Um, yeah so yeah like and a good way to put it so I mean, but the lead up to all of this is them being drunk and stupid. You know? Yeah. So, so my my inclination is that they were doing something drunk and stupid, and she probably maybe had some pre existing <laughs> bruising, and it just made it worse. Yeah. Yeah. Will we find out what happens to Heather's eye? That's well, the oh, that's other. the other thing is I also I think I don't remember if I said this on our last episode, but I was like, it'll be 2023 before we learn what happens to Heather's eye. And I think, yeah. Does that bother you? That's my yes, that was my only other because question. The yeah. thing is, if it is nothing like she got a little bruising from an injectable at Beauty Lab or whatever, and then it was made worse by the gen roughhousing or the collision the with Dana, soccer. Yeah. Then that truth will come out at the reunion and after playing it up all freaking season, Bravo can just replay the the tape of them crashing at the beach and be like, well, that's what it was. See, here's night one of San Diego and a little bit of bruising on Heather's eye. And that's what so it was So is all Heather on. just a terrible actress then to be like, oh, I think we all know what happened, but no one wants to talk about it. Oh, yeah. Well, Lisa like, calls if, if, that out. <laughs> she's yeah, she's like, like, oh, okay. like one minute she was like, I don't know what happened. I I don't know. And you can totally tell she's lying. And then she's like, well, I think we all know what happened, but someone That's, doesn't want to talk about it, so I'm not going to talk about it. Like, what does that even mean? She's, like, playing well, it up the mystery, which is annoying, too. Yeah, it's, but that, that feels, like, contrived in a way that doesn't feel very natural to her. Mm-hmm. And to me, reinforces the problem of this season which is that Heather can't deal with not being the favorite anymore oh yeah and so and Lisa's ascendancy as this like (laughs) windy shilling peppermint frosty selling (laughs) away in a manger singing like uh queen of the clapback this Mm -hmm. season is I think breaking a lot of their hearts on yeah (laughs) it's like no one expected Lisa Barlow to be the standout this season. Lisa and yet, all me, but I'm her, definitely team Lisa now. <laughs> her one-liners are legendous. I mean... She told me I had mental health issues. Oh, my God. No, I don't pop pills, bitch. You do. No, this is definitely not Turks and queso. Um... I said queso. Oh, my gosh. This is not like Turks and Caicos. You know, I was hoping for, like, Turks and Caicos with, like, white sand beaches. But it's better than the frigid cold. Don't use that. Let's talk about this SEC filing. Okay. <laughs> did you I love it, it up? I did not. I didn't. I Because I'm on vacation. <laughs> but um, I probably would have if I was at home, like in Nashville. Mm-hmm. I did think it was funny that 
was it Meredith who had to explain what the Securities and Exchange Commission was to the rest of the housewives who had never heard of the SEC. My my other favorite was Angie Kay, who also owns a business, but is clearly not involved in the business side of it because she called in an SCC. Yeah, she did. She You're did. right. It was, but it again, lawyer Meredith coming up to me like, no, no chickadees. Like it's the, the Securities S- and Exchange Commission. They and then she explains like, you know, anytime you have money involved with investors, you have to disclose certain things about your business. Um, and then it it comes out that it's not Vita Tequila that's struggling. Yeah. It's this it's this other because she has subsidiary businesses. Um, and I'm like, do you believe that that it was just sort of like a a nothing burger? I believe it's a nothing burger. I yeah. think I mean Lisa she has multiple businesses. Like she, she's known for Vita Tequila. That's like her big money maker, but. Her son started a business, that Fresh Wolf. Um, so, do they carry Fresh else? Wolf at Beauty Lab? We forgot to mention. <laughs> I it. did not see that, but I did go to. We didn't even mention this. I went yeah. to Beauty Lab during Thanksgiving <laughs> and got my fa- first facial ever. Um, Wait, you'd never had a facial before? I never had a professional facial, and I very much enjoyed it. And next time I'm in Salt Lake, I will definitely be going. Okay. I also visited their new. Uh, thing that's their new beauty lab location that's going up because turns out it's right by where my sister lives. So I drove past to actually recognize the building. That's so, so cool. Wait, okay, wait. let's play. Let's play a clip here of your uh... <laughs> my review. Yeah. Hello from the beauty lab and laser parking lot where I just got my first ever facial, and you can see that glow, and you can see my cheeks are a little pink from that exfoliation. Um, I didn't see much of the building because when she came to get me for my facial, she like took me down the side and then was like, here we go. And it was literally the first chair in the building that I saw. So I did not go back. I have no idea how big it is. It was cold in there. So, uh, and I don't know if that's because it's a Medi spa and they are normally cold. I have no experience with these places. So, um, I just had my jacket kind of over me, but. It was, the facial itself was very relaxing. Like the second she like started the first cleanse, I was like, wow, it feels nice to have somebody else like touch your face and do this for you. So a nice relaxing little time. You can see my products are getting absorbed in my skin, but the glow remains. So I had a good time. I will come back and do another facial sometime. I'm never going to get fillers or butt injections or anything like that, but I'm down for a facial next time I'm in Salt Lake City, and maybe I will visit their new Riverton location and give my review there. Bye. Did did was there any like sign of Heather there? Like as in like a f- um. So there's like the it, something on the wall. It says like "Life Short by the Lips" or something like that. And then she has a merch wall. It does include Wild Rose Beauty products, mm-hmm. even though her and Whitney are fighting. Ooh, They're still there. that is good intel. So she still, yeah. she said that on the last episode, I carry your products and you can confirm. And I confirm that. This is journalism <laughs> um, right here. I just want you to be like this. This should get you a Edward R. Murrow. <laughs> That you confirmed that she is in fact carrying Wild Rose Beauty products at 
at least one location of Beauty Lab. Yes. Yeah. This is like the equivalent of door knocking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and there's a few other like uh, Real Housewives adjacent merch. Like there was a flask. I think I mentioned this in my review. It was like it was a flask and it said, just like my pioneer ancestors, I'm drunk. And I saw it. Oh, that's and I so bad. Laughed. That is. But then I thought about it for two seconds, and I was like, "This makes that no makes sense. no. Why would anybody buy that? This? Makes no sense. Oh my god. Yeah. That is so. That explains so... why there's multiple on the shelf. Oh there. my god. I kind of wish you had um, bought one for me though, because it's so bad. And then there was also I couldn't tell if this was like just for display or they were selling it, but there was a shot ski in the corner, like leaning against the wall, and it was like I think. In one of the previous seasons, they have a party at uh, the Beauty Lab store, and they took a shot out of a shot ski at this Beauty Lab party, and it was that a, was there. You just found, like, a random... And it says, like, good time girl on <gasps> It's like a prop. No, it's like Heather's shot ski. Oh, but my God. I don't know if, like, it's the actual, and they have it there. I wish it you had stolen like, it. <laughs> I was like, is this for sale, or is this, like, here for random shot skis? So... It's kind of like when you go into a, a dying mall and you see something like that you have, you know, it's like you're like, oh, am I supposed to be seeing this? Like, <laughs> I know. So anyways, where were we? <laughs> no, I'm like super into your beauty lab re- review. Um, well, we did want to, I, I, it is relevant because I was curious when you visited if you saw any of Whitney's products because they're on a friendship break, as we alluded to. And I think friendship breaks are healthy. I mean, I've definitely gone through times with my BFFs where I've been like, I'm over it. Like, I need a break from mm-hmm. you. Um, especially like, well, I don't want to like get too personal. <laughs> but, you know, when your BFF is like complaining about the same guy over and over yeah. again. And so you're like, you've given them all the advice. You've done, been the listening ear for a very long time. And then you're like, When it starts I to can't. take a toll on you, it's time to step back. Yeah, and you're like, you're also just like, there's literally nothing else I can say. You're going to – it's like they just need to let it run its course kind yeah. of thing. <laughs> yeah. But this is different because it just seems like – first of all, the reason Whitney is mad at Heather makes no sense. Right. And so I that part makes me kind of frustrated. But everything she's saying about the way Heather's acting is right. Yeah. So it's very confusing. And I don't know who to root for because I feel that they're both – like I think Heather's behavior is really toxic mm-hmm. toward Whitney. The way she talks over her, yeah. The way she interrupts her during that uh, dinner, the way she pushes her, the... and Whitney talks about oh. that more. Like she had just come yeah. out about surviving abuse, and then Heather physically she, got she shoved her. She she's pu- shoved her like multiple times. Uh, all of that's really disturbing Mm -hmm. and yet and yet Whitney's reason for being mad again I'm going to reiterate is because Heather can't remember that she also heard a rumor about Lisa boinking somebody for (laughs) jazz tickets like it's so stupid why Whitney's upset yet Heather is acting like 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 bullheaded about it I wonder if Whitney is conflating all of this and, like, fixating on the rumor as, like, a symbol for, for all these other things. And clearly, like, the rumor started it. And she was hurt that Heather was like, oh, no, girl, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. But then, like, 
All then Heather started acting all these. I think ways. you're right. And Whitney just sort of attached all of those yes. to the rumor, and that's why maybe she's still latched onto that. But I wish that Whitney could use her words and say that instead of keep bringing up this stupid rumor that no one gives an f about. Right. That's the thing. Is like it's not. It's clearly you're right. It's not about the rumor. It's about. But the way. But when you hear Whitney talk about it, it is about the rumor, which is why it's hard for people to root for Whitney fully. I think. Yeah, I think you're right. If Whitney was like, this is not about the rumor. She just admit it. It doesn't matter. Because <laughs> yeah. obviously Lisa's not cheating on her husband for right. jazz tickets. Um, it's not about the rumor. It's about being evasive, denying that you heard something, uh, mm-hmm. conveniently forgetting things that will attract mm-hmm. you flack. Like, these are all patterns, and that's what Whitney's actually getting at. Is like the pattern of behavior for for Heather is that she is completely uh, incapable of having those what we yeah. call like conscious conflicts with people, you know. Um, but yeah, she's not saying that. So then Heather gets to be kind of like yeah. take the higher ground, yeah. but still she's still acting yeah. like a bully, right? Agreed. I'm being silent as a mouse. So let, no. Let's hear it. Like, I give am, it all at, right now. I mean, now you don't want the opportunity. No, because it's now it's not the right me. time. So now I should talk to her. He's still doing it right now, and Heather. Speak and say what you want to say. I have. Okay, so it came out a week ago, maybe, that Jen has a bunch of knockoffs that a lot of her. Designer pieces, notably for me, that um, holographic Louis Vuitton backpack that she took ice fishing. Oh, yeah. It's fake. It's fake. And a bunch of her Chanel jewelry. This came out because she was ordered by the courts to, as part of her... um, Restitution. Compensating. Yeah, restitution. That's the word. She had to turn over both money and all of this stuff. But the stuff... But the assets were fake. <laughs> there was some How, real stuff, but there was a, a, a lot more knockoffs. And did fakes. she address that at all? Like um, she unfollowed anyone... the Real Housewives of SLC Instagram account after they posted that. So she acknowledged it. Whoa! <laughs> so I'm hoping Andy will ask her about that in their one. If he doesn't, it's bullshit. I know. Yeah. Um. Let's talk about reunion looks. Let me pull up my Instagram again. <laughs> I know. It's like I have to have a reference I point. know that for me, and it seems the entire world, uh, the looks were much better this season than last season, which was just embarrassing all around. Yeah. Although they did, they were very costumey last season. Um, right. Like Meredith and the feathers again. Thank okay. God. <laughs> She didn't I, go for I that. think Whitney's is very Whitney's was bad. <laughs> underwhelming. Like. It's like this um, ruched silk salmon. S- yeah, like flamingo. Yeah, it's like hot. I saw a comment that said it's giving like 2005 prom. And that's I'm why there. I think it looks like a prom dress. I'll be yeah. honest. And I, okay, how do we feel about? Angie K putting the evil eye on every single thing she wears. Is it a little overkill? 
So, okay, so my husband and his family are mm-hmm. Turkish American, uh, and the evil eye is a big part of that culture. So, you know, we have an evil eye or a couple hanging in our house, and I have a, a bracelet that he gave to yeah. me that I wear almost every day. So, yeah. So is that just like part of the look? I do like that she incorporated it into her reunion gown, like for a special occasion type thing. And I think I like the dress, but I don't know. I think maybe she goes a little overboard with the evil. Yeah, I think it's the way she has it kind of sewn into the dress as like a clasp. It's like definitely creative and I give her points for that. But we've also seen her do it this season. Well, she did the sand. The sandcastle was an evil eye. (laughs) yeah so that's why i was like okay is this is this like a is this real or what yeah i thought heather's was really nice uh, i like heather's but i wish she had this picked one sh- a different pair of shoes i don't think they they kind of clash oh yeah they look kind of like fairy they they're also like well the the gold doesn't go with the color of her dress it's giving old mother hubbard lives in a cupboard kind of shoe <laughs> <laughs> Um, I love Dana's. I was, I was just gonna say Dana got a Vietnamese designer. Uh, oh, I love that to pay homage to her heritage, and I really, I think the red is stunning, and the shoes are stunning, and the cape. Yeah, like I really. Enjoy I'm a big she, fan. Yeah, I didn't. Number one, I didn't know Dana was Vietnamese until I saw the reunion look. Um, so mm-hmm. I like that she's. Uh, paying homage to that. I think that mm-hmm. works for me. Works for me too. For me, Meredith is most improved from last reunion. She went from those garish blue feathers to this cinched gold velvet. I'm such a sucker for a nice velvet dress. And she, I, I do like velvet. It. Yeah. She pulls it off very well. So, yes, yeah, it's like a chartreuse velvet. And Mm -hmm. again, ruching is very kind. Always ruching. Very Um, flattering. Lisa's is very basic, but very Lisa as well. Like, she's always doing that kind of. I've forgotten Lisa's. Yeah. It's like a slip dress. I mean, she always looks cute. This, it is a, it's Gucci. So, it's a Gucci white cream lacy slip dress. Mm-hmm. With an exposed kind of bra, um, it's not ugly. It's just sort of like very Lisa. <laughs> it's yeah. I mean, no, she looks great. I think she could have brought it a bit more for an event like the reunion. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's white. Like it, it's an off-white, and so a reunion yeah. look, you want like color. Mm-hmm. So it's not colorful. Um, oh yeah. And is Angie Harrington on the reunion? Oh, wow. I do not like this. It's an Oscar de la Renta, it, but it's like, it looks like she. Um, looks like a collage. Yeah. Like it looks like she went, glued these individual. She like, went leaf, leaf peeping in the Uintas and like collected a bunch of like autumn leaves and then decoupaged them together <laughs> onto a dress. <laughs> I'm having, you know what, with this dress, I'm having one of those situations where. I actually kind of like the dress. Like, I don't I don't hate it. But mm. since Angie Harrington kind of bugs me, I'm like, meh. I know. Also, her hair is really muh with it, you know? like mm, It's true. like she didn't really – she has an, uh, this interesting dress. She doesn't do anything with her, her hair. Is it's always just – Very blah. Beachy waves. Yeah. So I think you're right. I think Meredith and Heather are kind of standouts. Dana also 
up there and then the rest kind of like descending order. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm curious what Jen will wear to her one-on-one. <laughs> Maybe an Is that actually happening? An orange, Has that been confirmed? An orange jumpsuit something. Um, I know. <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, I think it, I honestly, if I were her, I would just be saying my goodbyes to my family because she's going to jail. So, is she going to be carted off to jail like the evening of January sixth, or is she going to have like a year or whatever to report to prison whenever That's she? That's a good question. I wish we had a lawyer on call. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a lawyer listening, please let us know when and how Jen will be serving her time. <laughs> Um, but we'll, I, we will not be doing, I think it's safe to say, an emergency January 6th <laughs> episode because, oh, you'll be in Costa Rica. Yeah, so I will be away oh. next time. So we will have to skip yet another week. I'm sorry. Unless you want to do this by yourself. No. <laughs> Just JK. <laughs> You're like, I don't need a friendship break that bad. <laughs> This episode of Disengaging was produced by me, Julia Ritchie. And me, Nicole Nixon. And don't forget to find us and rate us on Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcasts and uh, help us build our own reunion looks for the reunion show. We should have our own little red carpet night. Yeah, that'd be fun. Do it. But we need a crowd crowd fund for some. Gucci and Oscar <laughs> to learn <laughs> off the off the red carpet. I love it. Bye. Bye. You're gonna be All able theory. to hear my dog drinking out of the toilet. Like I can hear it. Great, Ambi. Good job, Bodie. Oh, oh. there he is. Oh, Bodie appeared. Bodie oh, in the pod. What a sweet boy. After licking the toilet water. Okay, well I was gonna say give him a kiss for me, but maybe don't. No, he'll he'll kiss me no matter what. Oh. <laughs>